0: This podcast is sponsored by Adirondack Health and its Adirondack Health Guides Initiative. Just as Adirondack Guides have a tradition of helping visitors make their way through the wilderness, Adirondack Health Guides are here to help you navigate through your health care. Your journey is their priority. Each time you visit one of the Adirondack Health Facilities, whether it's the hospital in Lake Placid or in Saranac Lake, or the health center in Keene, they help with registration, appointments, and finances make an appointment today call adirondack health at 518-897-2778
1: going down that dirt road
0: welcome to lake placid new york's olympic village home of the 1932 and 1980 winter olympics welcome to the show we are lake placid brought to you by the lake placid news lake placid's hometown newspaper I'm the editor, Andy Flynn, and we're celebrating all the people who make this one of the best places to live on Earth. Lake Placid may never hold a third Winter Olympics, but it can hold international events, like it does in the summer with Ironman, with rugby, with the horse shows, and in winter with the World Cup events for luge, freestyle, aerials, and for bobsled and skeleton. In January, Lake Placid will be hosting the International Children's Games, and recently, Mayor Craig Randall traveled to the Middle East. He went to Jerusalem, Israel to see the summer International Children's Games. So I sat down with the mayor at the Lake Placid News office on Mill Hill and we talked about Jerusalem and the upcoming International Children's Games in Lake
1: Placid. Uh, the purpose of the trip was to observe uh, the organization of the games as, as it was assembled by uh, the city of Jerusalem's people and to uh, uh, help help broaden our understanding of of, of how these events uh, are conducted um the international children's games is an international organization and uh it awards uh summer games every year to various cities uh around the world uh, many of them are in asia and europe and the middle east uh this year uh, jerusalem was hosting the summer games for the children for the first time uh in israel and um uh, we felt uh, that we could gain a great deal of knowledge about the uh, way that the events would be hosted, and and it would help us to determine how we wanted to do our own games here, which are coming up uh, starting January uh, uh, 6, or right after New Year's, and uh, we'll have roughly, uh, we're hoping maybe 800 uh, young people from around, from cities around the world. Uh, Coming, traveling to Lake Placid and spending some time here in our village. Uh, it, it's, a fi- it's, a, it's an event that starts uh, technically on Monday. Most of the athletes arrive on Sunday. The events start on Monday, and uh, they finish with a closing ceremony on Thursday evening. And uh, at that point, uh, everybody uh, then departs for their homeland, wherever it might be. So
0: you you went sort of a fact-finding mission. Also, you were part of a ceremony. Tell me about that.
1: Well, we were. Um, the, the there's there's a custom uh, it, with these events that the uh, International Children's Games flag and the torch, when they are when they are extinguished, uh, just like an Olympic uh, event, uh, they are passed on to the next uh, community or, or city where uh, the next event would be. Uh, there was a little bit of confusion with this particular event in, in uh, Jerusalem because the flag and the torch uh, uh, mistakenly uh, got uh, got passed on to Ufa, Russia, who will be hosting the next summer game uh, for the children uh, in 2019. So uh, uh, they weren't as accustomed to that. Winter games are traditionally held every, every two or three second or third year, and uh, and I think for that reason maybe the uh, Jerusalem organizers were a little bit confused about what was coming next. But uh, Lake Placid was on the stage, uh, and regardless of the uh, confusion over the flag and the extinguishing of the torch and its delivery to Lake Placid, um, I was able to uh, to give a short address to the audience that evening, which which was uh, all of the children that were competing, plus uh, many of the VIP members, talking a little bit about Lake Placid and what we expected to be able to uh, welcome them with here uh, this coming January.
0: So uh, the confusion, that sounds interesting. You must have been just standing there saying, What's going on? Am I in the right spot? <laughs>
1: well, I I, I, I knew because I was sitting uh, next to Sue, and I were sitting next to the uh, International Children's Games uh, officers, and the the executive secretary of the organization was very agitated because he knew it was a mistake, and uh, uh, he actually said to me, just just go up on the stage and take it. And I said, <laughs> he, he was very he was very concerned, and I said, no no. Uh, I said, uh, because that's only going to increase the confusion. The, the poor person that is emceeing this obviously didn't have it in his runner program uh, correctly. So I said, I think it would, be, uh, it would be wrong for me to just barge into what's already a, uh, an error in, uh, in their uh, procedure.
0: So what kind of lessons did
1: you learn? What What, what was the takeaway from, from that trip to Jerusalem? Well, I think one of the big takeaways for me as mayor, and, and I've often said, I get asked very often, how does a village of 2,500 residents uh, manage to conduct itself with world-class events all the time? And I said, it's very, very easy. I said, we have, uh, we have qualified people in all the right places. I said, we have ORTA, who manages the venues and operates them Uh, everybody that we talk to in Europe is uh, when we're talking about bringing an event here is often surprised to find out that we have management uh, in place at each of our venues each and every day of the year they're they're operating year-round and uh, that is something that many cities don't have so they have to build that organization Um, when we were in Almaty uh, in Kazakhstan we, I noticed the, the same thing. The city is putting on and conducting the event as we will be here in January, but um, they have to build organizations to do a lot of the stuff. Lake Placid is very, very fortunate in that we have uh, strong venue management, we have strong uh, Tourism uh, facilities with, our, with Roost uh, that are very capable and experienced at, at bringing large groups of people into the village and making them uh, comfortable. And I think most important, Lake Placid has a good, strong volunteer spirit and base that makes putting on these events uh, uh, work easily for us. It is not that easy in other areas of the world. They actually have to build organizations to do what we have done very successfully over many, many years
0: let's put this in perspective lake placid host of the 1932 and 1980 winter olympics there's all this speculation can lake placid host another one you know it's the last small town olympics and uh people want the third one of course there's a lot of people that don't they're like uh because the the olympics uh, summer and winter have gotten so large they've gotten so huge on, on a different scale than than lake placid but um whether we host another Olympics or not, there are these other international competitions that we can do. International children's games, maybe Youth Olympics someday. I mean, uh, uh, World University Games, obviously. Uh, last time we, we host, hosted that was in 1972, right? So right. you were around then. So talk about that a little bit and what we what we can do.
1: Well, I think I think there's uh, the the idea that Lake Placid could ever host a, a Winter Olympic Games again, as we understand it today, it's grown to be a very large event that has well outgrown the capacity of Lake Placid or even or even the, the near region. However, um, I, I would never say never. I, I think it's quite possible that uh, there will be a time when when someone will, will suggest that, that we can uh, that we can partner with others I can, I can envision something where maybe, uh, and I think the governor actually has, has used this term, there might be a New York State Winter Olympics. We could be partnered up with uh, with other cities in New York State that have facilities uh, that, that would spread it out so that the impact on us would probably be more, uh, we'd be more focused on the sliding events and the skiing events than we would be, say, the ice events. We could be like a cluster is what they call it, right? Exactly, yeah. and, and the reason that that becomes possible now is that the ioc in recent years has recognized the problem that cities have it it becomes very controversial when when taxpayers have to support the development of uh, of olympic venues for an event and uh, the idea of partnering was something that the IOC has recognized there's a need for if they're going to continue to host uh, olympic games whether it be summer or winter and they have to they have to allow that to s- spread out so the IOC platform starting 2020 allows for cross border um uh, olympic games for example we could we could be partnered with a montreal or a quebec city or in 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 deference to our own uh, uh, country in our own state, we could be partnered up with New York City or, or Albany, Saratoga, or, or or Rochester. Some of these are cities that have have uh, have indicated to me as a mayor that uh, if 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 the time comes and there's an appropriate time to bid, that uh, there there would be interest in something like that. I do get those calls occasionally, both from New York State's areas and also from uh, north of the border, from our our uh, friends in Quebec.
0: Yeah, but but realistically, what can we do? And these the international children's games are an example of what we can this, do. Right? This
1: uh, that that is a very good point. Uh, the the children's games is a size and 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 has a budget that we can that we can is very comfortable for Lake Placid to uh, 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 address. And uh, even the Winter University Games, which will follow, well, it's a much larger budget. In uh, a much bigger event, uh, is still of a, of of a size that we can accommodate in the region, and not feel uh, a first of all, uh, let's face it, we're a small village. So from from a, a budget standpoint, there are, there are, we're, we're not capable of going uh, of committing to these things without developing partnerships with other people. And uh, if you look, uh, if you if you're speaking to the uh, People that are organizing these events uh you will learn that the uh that the partnership that Lake placid has is uh, is a partnership with orta uh in particular, which means it's a partnership with the state of new york and uh, Without those resources, we would not be in a position to do much of what we're doing on the other hand, the good part here is we have all the venues and Orta has kept them uh, manages them and operates them. And that's a big part of trying to organize an event like this. So it's very appealing to uh, folks overseas that are, that are trying to find places for their events to be hosted. Uh, that Lake Placid is in a position to, uh, to, to offer them everything that, that they would be looking for. Quite often, the distances where you have to go to different sporting events in other cities is considerably greater than, uh, than, than what we have to worry about here. So your trip to Jerusalem, let's talk
0: about that a little bit. Uh,
1: Have you ever been? I've never been to Jerusalem and never dreamed that I would be traveling to the Middle East. Uh, So the trip was interesting. Jerusalem, as a city, is a wonderful city. It has 4,000 years of history to share with, with its visitors. It's a wonderful city for tourists, in my opinion. Uh, we walked uh, some in the city and, and I was very comfortable with uh, the people I met and talked to. I found, them, I found the, uh, city, the residents of Jerusalem to be very uh, open, uh, they asked questions, they were familiar a little bit with the Olympic uh, history of Lake Placid, which was neat. A couple of them I talked to, including one uh, young man who was, who was still doing his military duty and happened to be uh, near a, a shopping area. Uh, and We talked a little bit, and he's quite excited because he's coming to New York uh, in uh, November. So he had a few questions uh, for me, and and I, I kind of helped him figure out where Lake Placid was on the New York map, because some people get confused between New York City and, and New York State. Um, but uh, it was it was I, I first of all I found uh, there was no language barrier. I said the majority of people that we uh, that we met. Uh, were very capable at speaking English, far better than I would be at uh, coming up with any Hebrew uh, responses. So I, you get to meet with the mayor, the mayor of
0: Jerusalem. What was that like?
1: Uh, the, well, the mayor, the mayor of Jerusalem manages a city of some nine hundred thousand uh, residents. Uh, Two thirds of them are uh, are Jewish. Uh, uh, roughly thirty percent are Muslim. And then there's a Christian segment of the city. And he did comment in, some, in a speech that he made to, uh, a, 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 at, a, at a reception that, um, uh, you know, it's, um, it, it's an interesting city to try to be mayor of because you have to understand the nuances of, of each of the various uh, religious sects that uh, populate the city and uh, uh their their customs uh, from from one religion to another are not all the same and yet they share the city and they share the holy city which is even more important and when you go into the holy city there there is a there are sections it's sectioned off there's a jewish section there's a muslim section there was an armenian section which i didn't see much of in our short time there and then there's a christian section and uh when you're walking through there are all these uh uh, stands where they're selling uh, uh traditional merchandise um, and and so that was interspersed with the with the religious uh, history artifacts that we were that we were uh, seeing as well but so
0: for lake placid uh january of 2019 that's coming right up it's going to right be up. here before we know it the international children's games what's next for lake placid i mean
1: leading up to that well uh, my uh my objective now will be to continue to uh, promote the children's games until they arrive in January. I'd like our community to be as thoroughly familiar with what these games represent. The value is in what it leaves for our young people, and again I'm going to speak a little bit about the 16 or so young people we took to uh, Innsbruck a couple of years ago in 16, and and how they co-mingle with children from other cities around the world, different cultures, different uh, different understandings of each other and somehow when these children all come together and they're competing together and they're 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 engaged in some educational opportunities that come along with the games um, they they don't they they find out they're not different they find out that, that that Overall, our teenagers will be teenagers, regardless of where they come from around the world. They appreciate good music. They appreciated the opportunity to have an event where they could compete. And we have to remember, too, that this is one of the early events that allows our young people that may uh, ultimately aspire to be Olympians, It allows them to begin to get onto the international stage in terms of competing with other people and other from other parts of the world it in my mind it is uh, it's a very rewarding experience I have notes and uh, thank you notes from all 16 of the students that we took uh, in 16 to Innsbruck and they all were inspired and and were very interested in having us bring this event here to the U.S. Now the advantage here is that we can offer other children, other than just 16, opportunities to be exposed to these young people while they're in our village, because they will be seen on our streets every day for the five days that they're here. And uh, I do know that our education systems, our our regional schools, are looking at uh, programs that they're going to conduct. Uh, so there's a lot of excitement locally in 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 the school systems uh, for what for what this is, which which they see as a real opportunity for us our young people, to learn from other young people. And, and what they will learn is that they're very much the same.
0: Yeah, great. Well, thank you, Mayor of Lake Placid, New York, Craig Randall. I appreciate your time. Thanks, Mr. Mayor. Thank you very much, Andy. Go downhill. For more on this story and the latest news and sports from New York's Olympic region, check out the Lake Placid News. Meet the people who make this a great place to live. We're on stands now. Grab a coffee, some tea, a beer, whatever. Spend some time with your print copy. Get away from that screen for a while. Or, if you insist, check us out online at lakeplacidnews.com. Special thanks to Dan Berggren for providing our music. Learn more about Dan and his fascinating story, a life in radio, education, folk music, at berggrenfolk.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Andy Flynn editor of the Lake Placid News. We are Lake Placid.